Welcome back to Movies Are Spiritual. I am here with Doug and Drew, and we're doing our countdown of my top six favorite movies of all time, giving the reasons why I think they're great movies and a spiritual concept I see in them and then discussing them. So my number four movie, favorite movie of all time is, it's a Marvel movie. It's probably a weird pick, Infinity War. Great movie. I don't have a problem with that. (laughs) Yes. Not one I usually hear as people's favorite or top Marvel movie, but here are my reasons. They break all the rules of movies as we know them. First of all, I mean, this is like 10 years of filmmaking in the works here. I mean, no one has ever spent 10 years making film after film after film to culminate in a movie like this. At the very beginning of this movie, they kill off favorite characters. Loki dying in the first like few minutes, I mean, that was a shocker. And it doesn't end there. You've got the end of this movie where half of the planet disappears and half of the heroes disappear. You had quite a few people die in this movie. I mean, that harkens back to one of the movies we were talking about last episode, Empire Strikes Back. They basically Mm -hmm. took the formula for Empire Strikes Back, which is leave the audience with their jaw dropped and leave on a dark downer, and they upped it. So if you look at Empire Strikes Back, Han Solo gets frozen in carbonite at the end. C-3PO gets blown up, but I don't know. Who likes C-3PO anyways, right? (laughs) This movie, Infinity War, would basically be like if you went on to throw Luke Skywalker off of a cliff and then smash R2-D2. When I was in the theater at the end of that movie, like little kids were crying. The lights came up and people were like, no, no, that can't be the end. I mean, like the audience was like upset. And like, I was, I was just like, wow, I can't believe they did that. But I knew it was part one. So it didn't leave me feeling depressed. It made me wonder, how are they going to get out of this? So that's part of why it's on here. Also, Josh Brolin's performance as Thanos was pretty unprecedented for a CGI character to have that much expressiveness in his face and in his delivery. I mean, if he, he was basically like a guy in makeup in a suit actually acting, but it was CGI. So I thought that took CGI miles beyond where it has been before. So um, on a spiritual note, some of the spiritual themes I saw in this film are facing mortality. You see a little bit of that in Tony's arc. And I'm going to spoil something now, so you should probably stop this review if you haven't seen this movie. And if you haven't seen Endgame, the next movie, you should stop it too. Because in the next movie, Iron Man, Tony Stark dies. But I thought for sure that was going to happen in Infinity War. Partly because of some of the difficulties with his contract negotiation. And partly because when he fights Thanos in the middle of this movie, I mean, it's brutal. He takes a severe injury. And there was a moment that looked like it was going to be his death scene. And it would have been a good one. And he lives. He survives it. But it tricked me in the theater. I I was on the edge of my seat. My heart was beating. I truly thought he was going to die. Something that movies just don't do. They just don't kill the fan favorite character. Like They didn't kill him there, but they killed him later. But it was such a great fake out. I've never seen like a hero escape death in a movie like that, where I truly thought that character was actually going to die. It was mm-hmm. the perfect fake out. 
if you go on to the end of the movie, a lot of people are going to see, since people just vanish into thin air, they're going to see parallels to rapture theology or the Left Behind series from the book of Revelation in the Bible. Now, I'm a theology buff, so I thought that was really interesting. I noticed it. I wondered if they were actually inspired by the idea of the rapture because the parallel is so clear. But I, I do want to note, I'm actually not someone who holds the traditional rapture position. So while I saw it and I thought it was interesting, I actually don't view that theory the same as a lot of mainstream Christianity does. So that's just kind of a side note. Finally, Thanos is a really interesting character. You see this spiritual war going on, and you could argue that he and his minions represent the side of evil and spiritual entities. If you want to look at this movie as a parable of the book of Revelation, that's what I see. And the Avengers and their allies, they're like the angels. So you could almost look at this as a battle in heaven because, I mean, these superheroes, they're not realistic. They can't be hurt at times, except by Thanos, apparently. They're nearly indestructible. They've got superpowers. So you could look at this as like a spiritual parable. And Thanos himself is interesting because he wants to help the world by reducing the population by half, right? So he wants to kill half the population. So he's kind of got good intentions, but he's definitely going about it the wrong way. But he doesn't want to decide who lives and who dies. He doesn't want to be responsible for choosing. So he's going to leave that up to chance. Now, the reason that's so interesting is he doesn't want to play God. But he also doesn't believe in evolution. Because if he believed in evolution, then he would let people die when resources run out and those who live evolve, right? Well, it's like, what is his spiritual worldview? He's a conundrum. He's not an evolutionist and he's not a theist either. So doesn't trust evolution and doesn't trust God. So I think there's some really intriguing uh, themes here to talk about. Now I'm going to pass it to you guys. Did you see what I saw? Do you agree, disagree? What do you think? Uh, I never really looked at it that way, but, you know, thinking about the movie and I've seen it many times. um, Yeah, I could totally see a Revelation style feel to it. Yeah, I'd have to agree with everything you said on that. I'm kind of with Doug. I guess I never really put it into that kind of perspective. Yeah, the whole battle scene, I can definitely see where you were coming from on that, especially with you saying how they're invincible at times and then they represent all that's supposed to be good against something so powerful and evil that it could be like angels versus demons and uh, very revelations, doom and gloom kind of stuff going on. I definitely can see that. It had taken me a while to get into the uh, Marvel movies. By the time I started watching them, they had already made Infinity War. We were well past all that. So I had to start from the very beginning and work my way through. You know, you start getting invested in some of these characters. And then when they get to that scene that you were talking about, I can definitely see the parallels that you're making between, you know, the good and the evil, the the revelations uh, in the biblical sense, because these were like indestructible beings. You know, they're fully good and here's this fully evil thing. I never really thought about it that way either until you said it, but I can definitely see the the connection there. And and that whole couple minutes of when our heroes are just turning to dust was pretty intense because you don't know who's coming. You're, you're, you don't you know, or who's going. You know, mm-hmm. watching this and you're just like, 
every time they'd show a character like, oh no, not this person. And then flip to somebody else. And then that person would go to dust and you're like, oh my gosh, it's like everybody. And I, I didn't know that going in. I knew some people were going to go. I didn't realize the extent of it and just how powerful those couple minutes were in that movie. Yeah. And your parallel to like what you said with empire that they pulled it right out of the empire's book. It, it just, you couldn't wait to watch the next one to find out what happens. Like, how do they get out of this? It was, it was fantastic. And I mentioned yeah. it's possibly a parable about dealing with death. And when you get older, you literally don't know when your friends are going to die or, mm-hmm. or something like that. Cause eventually, I mean, you get to a certain age and your peers start to get to the age where they are dying. You could look at it that way. You could kind of look between this movie and the next film as Tony Stark as a, a flawed savior figure. So like a flawed Jesus figure. But, you know, he is imperfect and he's struggling, but he ends up making the sacrifice when it matters, and when it counts. So I, all of that's very interesting to look at this film as maybe a alternate take on Revelation. So question, was this movie in your top Marvel movies? I would, yeah, I mean, I think of the 25 that they've made or something like that. Um, no, this is one of the ones that I was most entertained with. I found it a lot more gooder. Good. Yeah, not that. Um, I, I would say it hit more on the emotional level than the other ones. You know, the other ones are fun movies, but nothing really had an impact on your shock value, your, your emotional value as this one did. So I would definitely rank mm-hmm. this one as probably one of the, if not the best of the the Marvel movies that have come out. Marvel's doing really well with what, you know, with their storylines and everything like that. And it would, it would be hard to say that this can't be in your, wouldn't be in your top five Marvel movies because of the epicness of it. If that's a word I can use. It is now. Um, yeah. Just the fact that you took all of these superheroes and were able to bring them together and then do it again in end game. I mean, it's just, yeah, it, it it's definitely, I would say, you know, if somebody doesn't put it in their top five, it's because they're trying to fight the wave of everyone who considers that one of the best Marvel movies, because it absolutely is hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Fun movie. So I'm kind of weird because I actually was disappointed with Endgame after I watched infinity oh, yeah. where I was like, Endgame's going to be incredible. And yeah, it has a good solid ending, but for the rest of the movie, like it did not grip me the way Infinity War did. And I sometimes gravitate a little bit more towards the darker stuff if the darkness has a purpose. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why. But everybody else was like, oh, Endgame was amazing. And I was kind of like, eh, it's okay. But <laughs> yeah, I, I, I rank it much lower in my top Marvel movies. Really? Interesting. Yep. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining me on this episode. We will be back soon with another episode. We are sponsored by Brewery Ministries. So follow Brewery Ministries on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter, where it's Singular Brewery Ministry. And I'll be wearing the same shirt. Yes. Yes. We never change clothes. I'll see you guys. Bye.